Simplified Chaos, episode 147. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Everybody, welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host and husband Nicholas. What's going on, folks? I think I just realized we're inching close to episode 150. Dynamite. Yeah. Anyways, I hope you all are having a great week. We're excited to be here with you today. We've got another great episode. Jilly, what are we going to dive into today? Simplifying vacations or travel plans. Yes, we have the travel itch, and we're getting ready to to do some traveling. In fact, we're actually recording two episodes tonight, one that we're going to release this Thursday and one the following Thursday because we're going to be traveling in out of the area. So we'll talk a little bit more about that and get into more about traveling. But Jilly, as always, we love to show a little gratitude. So what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful for lady getaways. Lady getaways. Yeah, yeah, especially when I don't have to travel that far. You did not have to get away very far. You got away about 25 minutes up the road. I know, and it still felt so freeing and cup-filling. Uh, one of my friends' husband uh, booked an Airbnb getaway for his wife for her birthday, and I was so honored to be invited. And so the Airbnb was all paid for, and it was about 25 minutes from my house. So it was in uh, right outside of downtown Charlottesville, and... Uh, my sister was there, some other friends I went to high school with, and some two new friends that I've never met before. And it was so cup filling. I mean, I haven't laughed so hard in a long time. Like, what? I'm not funny. It, I mean, it was like pee your pants laughing. Oh man, I gotta and step then, my game up. It was like the giddiness laugh too because we stayed up till one a.m. both nights. So after a certain time, I just start laughing at everything. <laughs> were you were you laugh crying? Yes. At that point? Oh gosh, a little bit. Uh, it was just so awesome just to to chill and hang out and kind of be like the host of guiding them where to go. Like I got to show them my favorite wineries, um, cideries, restaurants, and show them like the downtown walking mall and like introduce some the fresh croissants at Marie Bet. And yeah. it was so cool to literally be driving. I was figuratively driving and literally be driving everyone and my favorite spots just to share them with all the ladies and it was just truly epic and you know thanks for me thanks for you like holding the fort down with lucille no problem i mean you have pretty shitty taste in spots so i can't imagine it was that fun this weekend <laughs> yeah sourdough donuts are the worst yeah man. <laughs> they're the worst but yeah that that's from me and uh what about you so mine was you know it's kind of the opposite because i had the weekend with lucille so i'm i'm grateful for having that time with her just to to spend it one-on-one but more importantly i'm I'm grateful for we do this tradition every couple of weeks where we'll go to the dump and then we usually get a donut afterwards and depending on where we go so if it's jill if jill comes with us to the dump then we'll go get a donut at bell and get one of the sourdough donuts that she was Mm. talking about but because Jill or Mama wasn't with us. Like Belle is a family thing, according to Lucille, and Dunkin' Donuts is a thing that she does with Papa. Mm. So 
I kept on asking her, I was like, you sure you don't want to go? I'm, I'm partial to Belle because their donuts are delicious. Wait, but you asked her if she wanted to go to Belle? I did. And Aww. she said, I want to go to Dunkin' Donuts because Belle is a family thing. Like, that's really what that's she... That's what she said? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that girl's amazing. She's crazy. Ugh. So I was like, this is your last chance as we're pulling up to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so we we, par- we pull into the parking lot. And it's, this is usually later than we normally go. Like, we were pulling in the parking lot about 11, 15, 11, 30. And I noticed not a lot of people in the drive-thru. And I was like, you know, I'm sure everybody was here earlier. And then there wasn't a lot of cars parked in the parking lot either. So we start making our way up to the door. And I noticed the chairs on top of the tables there. But I saw, like, another family in there. And so I pulled on the door. And it was locked. And, and the manager was there. And she she unlocked the door. And she's like, you know, we're, we're short-staffed today. But, you know, did she want to come in and just see the donuts and, and pick one out? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And I'm glad we did that. You know, I normally I would have like, you know what? I'll just go in the drive-thru. But, you know, we were out of the car. And if you know about taking a kid out of a car seat, like, you don't want to have to immediately put them back in it. <laughs> so I was like, you know, let's let's just go inside. We'll order our donuts and then we'll take them home and, and, and eat it. So she usually gets one with pink frosting, and unfortunately, they didn't have any pink frosting donuts um, that morning. They might have already sold out, but I'm glad I took her in there so that I, I wasn't scrambling in the drive-thru saying, you know, and having to go over every kind of donut they had. So there was ones in the shape of a heart, and so, of course, she she got that with, with chocolate frosting, and, you know, we, we grabbed that and, and took it home, and it was just really nice that they were, even though they were short-staffed, that they allowed us to come in and, you know, have her, you know, do her thing and pick out the donut. It seemed like she really knew how special it was for, like, a kid to go in there and pick out their, their donut. So, very grateful for the, um, just the hospitality that they shared. They didn't have to do that. It's 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 tough right now, you know, in the in the service industry because they are short-staffed, uh, but the fact that they you know, still saw that, you know, it would just make the, the day of our daughter. I was like, you yeah, know, this is awesome. So mm. shout out to you, Duncan. Duncan, dumping donuts. Dumping donuts. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know you gave her the option. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was trying to sway her to go to Bell because I, I, I wanted a donut. She's pretty ge- geographically smart too. She was probably like, it's a lot closer to go to Duncan than it is to drive all the way probably, to Bell. Probably, probably. <laughs> but yeah, no, her, she, she gave solid arguments to, as to why it. she wanted to go to Dunkin' Donuts. So, uh, you know, unfortunately I was not partaking in, in the donuts that morning. So, all right. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. Sorry. That was a, a long gratitude, but it was, uh, it, it made my weekend. So mm. yeah. All right. So travel plans. We got a lot of them this year. Yes, and we've got some time to make up. <laughs> One of the things we value strongly is travel and new experiences, and we had quite the dilemma, and I'm sure maybe other people can relate, and it may not be related to travel, it could be in other categories, but for us it was travel. It was like we had all of these places on our bucket list that we were like we would really like to see that, we'd like to go there, we want to do that. And we knew like financially and our calendar was filling up. We're like, all right, we, we need to be strategic. We need to figure out where are we going to go. We need to like decide what goes and what we'll put on, we'll put off for another year. And it was quite difficult to like, well, we want to go to Maine. We've never been to Maine. We could drive there. It might take longer if we do a road trip there. And we also want to go to this place and visit people. And we started just talking about all the places we wanted to go. And the places that really stood out the most, I think, emotionally for us is the 
the places that had people there yes. that we wanted to see and visit and connect with. So Nick and I, it was, I don't know, it was kind of quick. We both looked at each other and we're like, this year is going to be all about connection. It's all about, we're going to plan all of our travel to just going to places where we know where people live yeah. and connecting with them face to face. Because as we know, the past year and a half, two years, I guess now has been quite disconnecting and it feels good just thinking about going to places and like giving real hugs and like, <laughs> and just seeing people that we haven't seen in a while because they live in other states. Right. So we decided that we were going to have a theme and it made travel planning so much easier. Like after we decided that this year is going to be about connection, it kind of helped us let go of all the places where we're like are on our bucket list, but there was no, there was nobody there that we wanted to connect with personally. So we're like, all right, this year we're only going to visit places where we know where people live or we're meeting somebody that mm-hmm. we love and care for and connect with them in real life. Um, did you have anything to add to that? <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's, that was a great summary. And, and, you know, that theme came together very nicely because you're right. You know, we, we were talking about Maine, we were talking about, you know, some other spots. And, and of course there's some spots that we hit up every year, which I think we'll continue to, to try to find ways to, to build that in. One of the, the cool things about this year is that, you know, we, we do plan on doing a lot of traveling and, you know, with me still, you know, working and, and having limited amount of PTO, we're finding ways to, to make it work and, and really taking advantage of the opportunity that remote work has available. So we'll dive into that a, a little bit further. But yeah, I mean, really, when it, when it came down to it, it was like, you know, there's so many people that we haven't seen in, in such a long time. And, and obviously, the last two and a half years have really made us, you know, think about those things that were, were you know, taken away from us, things that we, we possibly took for granted. And we're like, okay, well, let's go ahead and make these connections. And we're still not even done planning for this year. Like, I think there's still a couple of other trips that we we have under our belt that we're, we're, we're still waiting to pull the trigger on. And they're probably going to be towards the latter half of the year. So we'll start looking at flights and, and all that stuff once we kind of finish this first leg of, of the year mm-hmm. and seeing if we can get some some flights cheaper. They, they tend to be a little bit more expensive the, the further out they are. Which is interesting because I feel like it was so the opposite way back in the day when I was like booking flights. It was like the earlier you book it, the cheaper yeah. the flights were. But we are, so to, to give an example, we're actually, we're heading to Arizona on Thursday this week. So the day that this podcast is being released, we are heading to the airport and, and heading out to Arizona to see your dad. Yep. And, you know, this is something that we wanted to do in 2020. We actually had bought our plane ticket to go out there in over Thanksgiving in 2020. And... We, we canceled the trip, I wouldn't say last minute, but, you know, about a month out in advance. And I, I think, you know, there's just some things going on at that point. And we were, I think there was a spike that was happening kind of in cases. That, so we were like, okay, we, we can put this off. But, you know, we kind of pulled this together in January. And because we were traveling in February, the ticket prices to, to Tucson were actually... <laughs> much more reasonable than than I anticipated so like it was actually good just booking a month out rather than several months in advance which is kind of a positive thing because I feel like 
during the pandemic, we would, we paddle these places we wanted to go. And then we had to cancel and we lost money because we didn't use up the money in time. So I kind of like the idea of doing like this, like batch booking, like yeah. we, we just do like within the three months, we're deciding on where we want to go within those three months. And then we're looking at flights and kind of like waiting for the right time. So it's kind of cool that we, we decided on a theme or a focus for traveling. Cause that helped us narrow down the places we want to go and then kind of decide all right, when we're in that three month time span of when we think we might go there, let's start looking at flights and Airbnbs and like get that all in the books. And it kind of takes the stress on like what might happen in seven months. You know, like right. when you book that far in advance, there's so many what ifs, especially like having a kid and like other people are involved in families and, you know, the pandemic, you know, it's yeah, just, there's so many there's things a lot that of can factors. happen. So it's nice kind of doing it. I wouldn't say last minute, but with enough time to like not stress about booking an Airbnb and flights. So it's kind of spontaneous, but it's like planned spontaneity. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing if that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's travel with a purpose. It's travel, travel planning with a purpose. Yeah. Travel with intention. And it's, I mean, it's not, I'm surprised it took us this long to like decide to like find a theme or focus with travel because I feel like there's so many ways we use themes to simplify our life. Like with me with designated meal nights, like I pick a theme for each night and that helps narrow down the choices. Like if it's, you know, fiesta night, it's like, all right, it's going to be nachos or tacos or enchiladas. Like it narrows down the window of like choices to make. So there's not so much decision fatigue. And then when you think about like our home, like the theme, I wouldn't say the the focus I was going for, for our home was like Hugue, cozy, um, kid friend like kid directed by lucille wanted her art in here and i just wanted things to be really meaningful but open and um inviting and it creating a theme or a focus for a lot of things in life just really helps streamline the decision making process and create so much more i don't know ease in life yeah no 100 percent. and and really I, I think the the only stress when you when you have a theme like ours where it's like connect it's like there's so many people we want to go visit and like mm-hmm. how do we we encompass that and all you know throughout the year but one of the things that that also is really fun is that you know we're having a lot of people come to us too like so like there's just a lot of connection that's happening whether we're traveling or not we have people coming down to to charlottesville to check out our new area and see why we fell in love with this place but at the same time it's just like you know there's so many places we want to go we can go to copenhagen to see my buddy out there um, we have some friends out on the West Coast that we would love to see. So, like, when it all came down to it, it was like, you know, family was was kind of first. You know, I've never been out to to see your dad in Arizona, so I'm excited for that. And Lucille's never been out to Arizona, so this is going to be a, a, a treat for she her. She was. She was in utero. She well, was she, there. I, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I'm the only jackass w- in this family who hasn't been to Arizona. <laughs> I was rocking a bikini with a big old belly and I never felt sexier. It was awesome. <laughs> That's right. I totally forgot about that. But yeah, so you know, she's going to get a chance to explore out of the uterus and check out a new area and spend some time with Gampy. But then, you know, we, we have another, you know, dear friend that we haven't seen in, in quite some time down in Florida. And who the hell doesn't want to go to Florida in April and and you know, right. post spring break when it's not crazy. So we're going to head down there in, in April. So we, we booked these two trips in March. We're going to see my folks and, you know, do kind of like a, a late Christmas gift that we're going to do, have a, you know, big dinner with my whole family. And, you know, 
it's just kind of exciting to be able to map out the year. And then in June, we've had a, a trip planned for, for quite some time where we're going to North Carolina, going to the beaches with your family. So like, you know, it is all about connection, whether it's, it's folks that we've, you know, see often or, or not often, but it's made travel planning really, really easy this year. Yeah. And writing that shit down. I don't know if you use your planner to write travel things in or where, how you organize yours. I'm curious to find out, but just writing it down and mapping it out in my journal, just like seeing the year and like seeing how, where we're going in January, where we're going in February or who we're hosting. So it's like an ebb and flow with like leaving home and then hosting at home. I guess that's the advantage of being in an area that feels like a vacation. It's like we get to save money and actually connect with people in an area that feels like a vacation, even though we're really in our new hometown, which is kind of like really awesome. But it's, it's really liberating to think of a theme. And then I like, I almost did a brain dump of like (laughs) where all the places we want to go and then who lives there. And it's a very, I don't know. It makes the process a little bit easier when you're like writing it down and like mapping out. So it's not so scatterbrained in my head and like Mm -hmm. trying to use my Google calendar and like switching and scrolling. So, um, there's something to say about just like writing it down too, and like doing a brain dump of like, all right, what are all the places I want to go this year? And then, you know, crossing off places as you decide what your theme is or so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and that's, that's a good way to kind of determine like, you know, what are costs going to be for the year? Because you can tell if you're going to be going out to the West coast a lot, or you're going from coast mm -hmm. to coast, that's going to be a lot more money. And then do you know somebody there who has a car or else, you know, you're going to be out there spending money on a rental cars. There's, there's a lot of things that you can just visualize by writing those things down without even like getting into the whole dollars and cents. You can almost eliminate certain cities or, or certain areas and then add other areas and be like, okay, well, we might not be able to go to the West Coast two times this mm. year, but maybe we can find a shorter trip that we can drive this year or if we have to take a flight. You know, obviously driving is is a lot easier with the with a toddler just because the car seat situation when you have to rent a car or, you know, in, in the case of going out to Arizona, you know, we're going to be able to use your dad's car but we need a car seat for Lucille. So we actually just ordered one and having it sent to his house. You know, those are some of those things that's just like, yeah, how are we going to do that? I mean, of course we could take the car seat on the plane and check that in the baggage, but I don't want them tossing that thing around and, you know, have this $200 car seat be broken by the time we get there and can't even use it. So well, you know what? We could totally take the car seat we bought that was like 90 bucks in Arizona and take it back home with us and use it if we have sure. to go to Oregon. Yeah. So it's like something that it's only 90 bucks. It's a lot smaller. Yeah. Know. No, no, that's that. that <laughs> and, and that makes a heck of a lot more sense. I thought about that too. So, you know, that might become our travel car seat. So, yeah. And I never thought, you know, the theme of connection actually being cost saving as well, because we know people are there, they're picking us up from the airport. Right. We may be staying with them. Like there is a lot less, um, overhead costs to worry right. about. So it's, it's kind of worked out budget friendly too. Like the theme of connection is a lot more budget friendly for us. And yeah, it makes flying more accessible with the price wise, because we're saving money in other areas, like in rental car and, mm-hmm. and um, Airbnbs. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting how that's kind of helped lessen our our finances with travel as well, but still get a lot of good connection exploring time. Yeah. So I'm really stoked. And the other thing is, I alluded to this a little bit earlier, is the ability to work 
from anywhere when you're a remote worker. And one of the things in the past that I would usually kind of dwell on when it came to travel planning is, do I really want to use my PTO for this? Do I, should I use my PTO? I, I really like having some PTO around Christmas time or around the holidays just so that I can, you know, take that time off and be with family. And what the new working situation has, has led to with, with remote work is that I don't have to take as much PTO when we go on vacation. I can actually work from wherever it is that we're at. So while we're out in Arizona, I'm taking a couple of days off for PTO to actually enjoy the area, but I'm going to work an entire work week while I'm out there and still get to enjoy it. And the, the nice thing is it's, it's in a different time zone. I think it's three <laughs> hours different. So mm-hmm. I can get up really early, start work at 6 a.m., be done by 2.30, 3 o'clock, and still enjoy late afternoon, evening time in, in Arizona. So like, I'm psyched for this. I, I really want to just show people that you know it's possible to, to take extended vacations. It's excited. It's possible to um, you know, work from anywhere and, 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 you know, still be part of your, your team or whatever at work. So like, it's just really awesome. I'm like really looking forward to being able to do this and kind of document that and talk about it. Totally. I'm sure we'll learn a lot of lessons. Well, you will. Cause yeah. my work is Lucille. So, you know, <laughs> oh, Lucille. Just Evan, we're just world learning here. We're just going to be learning in Arizona about the culture and the cacti and the quails. A quail creek. Freaking quails. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck a quail is. What's that from? That's from, oh, what is that movie? Uh, Wedding Crashers. Oh, jeez. Uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's all I got on, like, simplifying our travel plans. Yeah, I mean, this one is is pretty straightforward. And, you know, we are looking forward to, to kind of planning out the, the second half of this year. As, as we said, you know, as travel costs hopefully come down who knows i mean things could get more expensive we are in inflation right now and and the prices of everything seem to be going up but you know we will keep it within budget and we have a lot like we said at the beginning we have a lot of making up we have to do from from the past travel plans that have been canceled but we are looking forward to it and it should be an awesome adventure and we will report on it as always And if you are somewhere that you would like, it would be so cool if we could connect in real life, please reach out. Oh, yeah. We love connecting with people in our podcast community in real life. And I know we've done it before. We're not creepers. (laughs) I swear. It's it's been awesome. Yeah. So definitely reach out to us. I know a couple of um, our listeners did reach out. They're like, we travel a lot too. I'll, you know, I'll let you know if we're in an area. So we'll we'll keep you guys posted as well if we're going to be in an area in a certain month and see if we can... Yeah, get um, some human-human connection with this That's community. Right. That would be really, really rad. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Jilly, do you got any resources for our listeners today? I do. I found a blog post that was from nomadicmat.com, and it's how to travel with a theme. I was I so like glad it. when I, I found mean, this. That, <laughs> that is the theme of this episode, so let's theme it with the resource. Okay. I'm just going to read some ex excerpts from it and uh, if you want to check it out get over there we'll put it in the, the show notes i needed to spice up my travels again so i had an idea what if i traveled with a theme instead of just trying to see the usual well-known sites what if i went with a specific focus in mind it's easy to develop a routine when you travel constantly like everything else you fall into a certain complacency you know what you like and develop a rhythm you land check into your accommodation and make your way down your list 
So from now on, instead of just going to places and ticking off the list of typical things to see and do, go with a purpose. If you're in a destination for the first time, of course, by all means, see all the main sites and attractions, but try to add a little theme to your trip that forces you off the beaten path towards some different or unusual attractions, sites, and events. What if you only hiked trails that begin with the letter M (laughs) or went to learn about a destination's wine industry or decided I'd only eat at Japanese restaurants with a local food expert? Really, it could be anything. As long as it's hyper-focused, my my travel's around one idea that forced me to look at a destination in a different light. And he also had in there about how he went to Paris with the theme of mid... What was it? um, What's the name of that movie with Owen Wilson? Midnight in Paris. Yes. How he wanted to see and go to all the sites where he went. So that's what he did when he was in Paris, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I thought it was so rad that I was I'm more of a Moulin Rouge kind of guy. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So anyway, uh, I thought that was really cool how he had some different ideas, like using the alphabet letter to like help destinations. So I thought that was really rad to kind of help simplify the travel process. That is awesome. Very cool. Good resource, Jilly. Thank you, sir. And how about that quote of the day? The quote of the day is by the magnificent Tony Robbins. Hey, Tony. What's going on? All decision-making is a values-clarifying exercise. It is. I feel like connection is also one of our huge values. Very big. So we just kind of integrated travel, one value, with connection, another value. Boom. Value squared. (laughs) God. Nerd. I know. And your take action challenge is? Use themes or a focus to simplify decision making with anything. Hell yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See y'all later.